0: I was grateful United Airlines had a non-stop from Los Angeles to Eugene, Oregon. I was wearing four different hats at the time, juggling a variety of responsibilities and spending much of my life in airports and on airplanes. I was glad I wouldn't have to connect through Portland or Reno or some such place to get to Eugene for the retreat. It was a men's retreat, the first of two that were scheduled on back-to-back weekends in the snowy mountains of west-central Oregon. In between, I would dash up to Seattle and do another conference. Then, finally, a quick trip home to Southern California, and I'd be off again somewhere. Preaching and teaching, those lofty endeavors, were outlined in the aisle seats of so many jumbo jets. Much of my ministry preparation was done in that narrow slice of space between armrests aboard the aircraft. Now, as United carried me toward Eugene, I tried to settle my mind into a studying mode. Men. There would be more than 500 of them in the two retreats combined. I knew that they were gathering to hear something worthwhile, something life-changing, something they could take back to their homes and their offices, their shops and their hunting trips. They wanted something that would help them reach the maximum in their manhood, enabling them to live more Christ-like than ever. The upcoming retreat was small in comparison with many events where I administered, or even in comparison with the television ministry in which I had been engaged for years. There was no reason why this trip should seem at all special. Yet there was a weightiness, a sobriety a heaviness that would not go away. God was doing something in my spirit. I sensed that this jaunt organ to speak to men was a major milestone in my life. For weeks I had been praying for the right words to say to these men. Pictures of modern man paraded across my mind. In our society, a moral pollution is taking its toll on manhood. It is disintegrating before our eyes. I begin to realize what a great need there is for men to understand what is happening and to do something about it. Things are not as God intended. The jet engines whined in the background and my Bible and notebook were both opened on the table tray in front of me. But in my meditation, I seemed to lose consciousness of my surroundings. Something was happening in my spirit. I was aware of the presence of God. I recalled the teaching that Campbell McAlpine, a well-known Bible teacher, had brought to our fellowship of believers a few weeks before. The passage of scripture he used had a powerful impact on me. It was as though it were alive, and I had been dwelling on its importance for men ever since. Campbell had spoken on 1 Corinthians 10. The sixth through ninth verses list the five reasons why the Israelites did not get into Canaan, the land of promise. It was a basic truth that God has a land of promise and blessing for his people. The Israelites had missed their opportunity to enter that land because of five basic sins. But for me, This scripture had a meaning that transcended anything I had thought of before. This chronicle of sins related to Israel, but there was a direct correlation to modern man. Scripture says the Israelites were examples for us. What did it mean for men today? I looked down at my Bible. I reread the chapter in Corinthians, meditating on these five reasons for Israel's failure to reach the promised land the right words right approach right timing are so important to ministry i wanted this message for these men on the snow-covered mountains of oregon to be right here were the reasons for failure listed in the word lust idolatry fornication tempting christ murmuring As I went through that list of sins that Campbell taught, the sin of fornication stood out.